0: We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. So today, it seems to be a little bit of a thread. And again, first things first, you'll have to guess the accent. You'll have to figure out why I keep waking up at very early hours to talk to these wonderful, wonderful people. Today, no exception. With us, Megs Gibson, fellow podcaster. This girl could, I don't know, inhibit my life. Couple things. Here we go. Life alignment coach. You know me. Love them, love them, love them. But... I love anybody who I don't know, what does she say? Summer loving, beach going, margarita zipper, a loyal friend. Maybe I wrote this. Maybe I did. I'm just saying. Her podcast, Freed to Be You. We've got so much to talk about and and just see if we are not sisters from another mother. I don't know, but I want to find out more. So thank you. Thank you, Megs. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely delighted to be
1: here. And I love finding my, uh, you
0: know, my (laughs) my fellow. Long lost on the other side of the world. So I'm already peppering with questions. I've listened to a couple of the episodes of the Free To to Be You podcast. But first, tell us about you anywhere you want to start. Well, if I start at the beginning, it's going to be long because... Wherever
1: you want, my friend, wherever you want. Oh, gosh. Well, I am all about self-expression. I want to start there because for a very long time, I really felt like I really didn't express myself in a way that was true. And it took me a really long time to be courageous enough to figure out why that was. And so... Where I'm at now is I feel so free in the way that I show up and I cannot tell you how easy that makes life. If I go back a little bit and tell you that I was the ultimate people pleaser when I was growing up. I was the good girl. My hands are in <laughs> vertical. The
0: air quotes. yep. Yeah. Our life and air yeah. quotes. Yes. Air yes. quotes.
1: Good, girl. Uh-huh, I was a good uh-huh. girl. I didn't really ever step out of line as a kid. I liked to please the adults around me. I loved praise. Not saying I never screwed up, but when I did, I was very mean to myself. And that started very, very early. And so you could probably join those two things together and see why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling now. But the work that I've had to put in to get here and the things that I've had to painfully shed from my life, it's been a journey. And some of that I'm willing to share with you, whatever you want to hear. But I think that I want to or I envision a world where women in particular, but all of us can show up freely without pretending, without the highlight reel that we all put up and Mm -hmm. just be. We're human beings. We're meant to be. And we're so busy trying to cover that up with whatever we think we should be that I think about my children and their children and how, where is it going to go?
0: We need to pull this up. We need to pull this up. As unique as perhaps you think yours is, I think you could be anybody's story. Similar, you know, I'm older than you. So had my, I'll say, awakening in my 40s, my kids were, my girls are seven and 10 years older than my prince. So I have a span. And for me, you wake up and be like, you want to be seen because you've been, the mom, the wife, the, you know, just the COO of the household, with the exception of, you know, a handful of girlfriends, but everyone was in the same boat. Everyone was, you know, keeping it steady. This is the way we do it. Who's more organized? Who already did this? Check, 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 check. Yeah. And I kind of said one day, where am I? Who am I? And My first day that I went to a, it was um, the secret had just come out. There was a group that I signed up for, which was called, you know, like you've seen the secret now, what? And one of the first Mm -hmm. questions she asked, we wound up staying with that group for 14 years. We call it, you know, the Gilligan's Island tour because it was supposed to be a six week course and we refused to leave, (laughs) um, which was very, very funny. But the first question, you know, like, Hey, why are you here? I had no idea why I was there, but I do remember very vividly saying, I'm tired of holding the pom-poms for everyone else. I need to hold them for me. Oh, that's powerful. Yeah. And you get to that point and you get to, and I think especially in our gender, do we want to make sure everything is okay? Is it a spillover from, I'll say, if you're a mother from our, you know, mama bear of, okay, safe, is it safe? All right, everybody follow me. Like, okay, cross. let's get all our ducklings together and do this, you know, all very, very safe. But when you forget about you, there's a lot at stake. Flip side, when you realize I've got these little eyes watching. What message am I sending? Then that gets you going. So not that there was one particular day or action. I know I didn't have that, but it's just a lot of little things. And then you hit your tip point. I'd like to know for you, did you feel the water starting to boil? And when it did, what was the reaction from the people around you?
1: Yeah, so I—the easiest way for me to—it doesn't come on quickly. You're right about the water boiling analogy. It's like boiling the frog slowly. Terrible analogy, but you get it right. Um, but I'm the frog in this instance. <laughs> but like, I remember when I turned 30, I did have my daughter on that day, so she shares my birthday. So that may have ah, had something cool. to do with it. I'd had mm-hmm. two boys and then I had a daughter. I remember that year feeling like I'd arrived somewhere significant. I felt like I finally had something to offer, like I had reached this. I don't know. I felt like I like could
0: reach. You were 30 years old and had three 30, children yeah. at this point. Okay. I just that want to make sure. I... So I'd had
1: three. Yeah. And so I don't know. I just remember oh, the elation and the good feelings that I had at that point. And then obviously we bring those children up and we do everything we do and pour ourselves into being a mother and put the things that we want on the shelf. I'm happy to say that I still pursued some things for me because I am pretty ambitious and I don't mm-hmm. I don't sit still. <laughs> so I was always doing something, but most of us put a lot of what we want on the shelf to be the best mum we can be. I know I did. And when mm-hmm. I turned 40 10 years later, and the kids were older and the busy, busy, busy part of that job was starting to lift, I just felt like I would have achieved so much more. It was just, Mm. I call it a holy shit moment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was Mm -hmm. like, how did I get 10 years down the line and not, like I just shoot it all over myself, should be more healthy, I should be more in love, I should be more successful and I should have done more by now. I'm Forty is not that old. I'm forty-five now, so you know I've done a lot more in the five years. Imagine, yes, than I did uh-huh. in that. Apart from in bringing up three amazing human beings for myself, and so I just remember the distinct difference between how I felt in that decade, and owning that, as in turning and looking at that, and having the courage to kind of go, okay, what am I going to do about it? I'd already started my coaching journey by that stage. I was sort of couple of years into it and I'm somebody that walks my talk. (laughs) You know, I don't I eat my Mm -hmm. own cooking. I was already on this real sort of deep discovery anyway. And I feel like that was the catalyst for me to really realize that I had a lot of my own work to do as well. Doing that work and having the courage to kind of lift off some of the jackets and the things that I had Mm -hmm. on protecting myself. I love analogies, if you haven't noticed. Um, I love language, let's go. Uh Right?
0: It's it's crazy. Some of those layers and those
1: (laughs) coats and those, you know, all the the hats are lifting, the kids don't need me, and shedding some of those layers that aren't real, that didn't feel good anymore, and revealing what was true was terrifying and Mm. exhilarating all at the same time. And unfortunately, the people around you, and I know this was the case for me, it's not comfortable for them because Correct. if you're pushing yourself out of your shell and you're being more of you, not only are you giving those people permission to do that themselves, mm-hmm. but they also have to face what you're facing. It's terrifying right. and yeah. they don't like it. And so some people are going to embrace it and they're going to go with you and other people are not. And right. sadly, I had some really hard goodbyes that I didn't expect to have. One of them was my 28-year relationship, and that was hard it was really hard for a long time but big but i had to choose me i had never chosen me mm. in my life ever wow not like that as much as i wanted to do that and as freeing as that was it was really really hard thing to do and now on the other side of that my life has done a 180 but i cannot tell you how much momentum how much real momentum I had once I really made that choice.
0: It was there all along. It was waiting to, again, you know, you shed your jackets, peel a couple layers. It's so very true. And also we grow at different speeds and people are supposed to be in your life, obviously for different reasons and cliche, different seasons. Hmm. You wouldn't have those wonderful kiddos of you. Had it not been for that, I'm a big believer in the yin and the yang. And if everything was lollipops and rainbows, we would just all be on the same level and there would be no growth. There would progress. be no yeah. no progress. There would be no free to be because it would be like, oh, good, we're gonna, we're going to just keep it at this level. Everybody stay at a five. No, no. Don't be that one crab that boiling water that wants to get out. Pull him mm-hmm. back. Oh, no, no, we all want to stay here. And it all happens at different rates and different speeds. And it can be very a definite woolly, itchy sweater for some people who are watching the butterfly emerge because they may not know that person. They don't. Well, they you may don't not know that. that. You don't need, I was gonna say, because you don't <laughs> even. It was like, where did she go? Well, wow, who the hell is she? And I don't know if that's what I signed on for. Totally. I remember
1: a distinct conversation that I had. What was said was, you're not being you. And Mm. I never (laughs) felt more me in that moment than I'd ever felt. And I was just like, (sighs) okay yeah and that was probably i mean it happened that conversation happened a number of times, obviously, and mm-hmm. you know you try and work mm-hmm. through it and and you and you try and bring everyone with you, but there comes a point where you have to choose, and that is the beauty of being a human being. We have the conscious awareness to make choices we're given that from day one, and we make them up. Subconsciously as children we don't really have the awareness but when you the more self-awareness you get and the more conscious your choices are, the more free you become but we have to do the work to figure out what choices we want to make and what we want to align with and yeah I mean it's it's been a journey, but I cannot tell you how much happier I am on the other side of it and how much easier life is like I was saying before I mean now I've met the most amazing guy. He got to meet me, like uh, the real me. Yeah, yeah. And there's no pretending. We disagree, but it's like mm-hmm, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's like a yeah. fun debate. It's not right. hard. It, there's no, there's vulnerability and there's compassion and there's understanding and there's a want to grow. A want to grow, want no, to grow
0: no versus. Pretending. A okay. need to choose me, choose me, choose me. Like let me, yeah, choose me. Yeah, like, like, like choose I... me or don't choose me. I'm choosing. Yeah. You. Well, I'm choosing me the, and you're uh, going to choose me too, or you're not. <laughs> love, love. Been, and, and again, the minute that you said you chose you, I think that is going to sit so many people back in their, in their seat. Like when I hear something good, I'm like, wait, a wait a minute. Let me, let me kind of take that in like a little burst of wind just hitting your chest. Cause that's a fucking truth bomb if ever there was. And it's not as though you... And I don't want to assume, but you don't wake up one day and be like, oh, that's what that was. But just as it took you a little while to get there and be like, who the hell am I? And then today's my day. Today's all about Megs and and here's what we're going to do. And probably with some blind faith that hopefully it'll work. Don't know unless we try.
1: One foot in front of the other. Yeah, Yeah. I think what we need to remember too is... We're always evolving, even though we uncover who we are. And, you know, I'm talking about this, you know, I choose me. You have to continuously choose you. It's like you're not the same person you were when you were 20, when you're 30, and you're not the same person you're 40 when you're 30. Like you are constantly Um, changing um, based on what happens to you. And so it's like a constant rediscovery. And so, one of the things that I do. Is help people to learn how to do that. Because you mentioned before about the yin and the yang in life. So I look at it as like order and chaos. You can't have one without the other because you would tip the scales. If you think about it, if we had too much order, then we would be like living in the Nazi days, right? Like, there's too much order. We saw what happened there. If we have too much chaos and there's, imagine if we had no order at all, then that wouldn't work either. So we need to have a balance. And so when I talk about alignment, when I talk about constantly realigning and rediscovering, it's about balancing that order and that chaos because chaos is going to come. Things are going to happen to us. Things Mm -hmm. are going to happen. We can't stop that from happening. But what we can do is align with the things that are important to us and navigate that chaos in a way that feels good or in a way that gives us certainty. So that's why I think it's important just to give that little bit of perspective there around the fact that yes you choose I chose me, and yes I'm being me, but that me is always changing based on the things that are gonna to happen to me because that's how I that's how we got to be the way we are, right mm-hmm. all the things that' mm-hmm. where are we're, uh, some of the experiences and the relationships and the ways that we've been in the past, and so we're going to be the same in the future so it's really important I know how to do that, and that's why I'm passionate about what i'm what I do with people is because There's a lot of information out there. There's so many books we can read about this stuff. I've Mm -hmm. read a lot of them Mm -hmm. myself. There's Mm -hmm. podcasts, amazing conversations like this one that we can listen to where we can get all the info. But what what we can't always do if we don't know who we are is how to calibrate that information with us. You know what I'm saying? It's Mm -hmm. like, how do we Mm -hmm. implement that in a way that is actually going to work for us? Because we're all unique. Right. Before looking through a different filter. So we need to figure out what that is and then we can decide
0: and we can choose what's right for us based on that. So as you started your journey, did you find your way via via books? Were, were you involved with any, did you have any coaches, any life coaches and in that natural step, say you know, this is wonderful. Oh, hello. Hi, Megs. Nice to meet you because you're, you're, you know, meeting a new you for the first time. (laughs) And then of course you want to celebrate with everyone as most generous people do. And like, I can't keep this to myself. Shit. I got to share this with everybody. (laughs) What was your journey like?
1: It's an interesting journey. It was a number of things. I actually joined a online academy. I won oh. as my kids were getting older. I, I'd never done anything online. I was not very tech savvy. I couldn't even mm-hmm. attach an attachment to an email at one point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was very, very basic. And I wanted to find something that I could do because all the kids were at school, Grace had started school, and I had the daytime time. to yep. you had and some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want to do, I don't really want to go, go and work or like, you know, I need mm-hmm. to be able to pick them up. So I'm going to do something online. And so I joined, I found this online academy and they were just kind of kicking off. And so I got in at, a, at an, and sort of the inaugural group mm-hmm. and I learned everything that you could think of when it comes to having a business online from building a website to marketing to, you oh, know, wow. it was it an was all encompassing academy. And there was a community of people who were all in there. Some of them had more experience than me. But one of the courses that they offered was on personal branding. And this was a new one that they would implemented. And so I was one of the first groups to go through it. And what we did was a really deep discovery of who we are. Because what they were talking about, what we were doing was instead of slapping a logo and a mm-hmm. website mm-hmm. and pretty colors on something that's not real. Let's actually start with a solid foundation and uncover what's real. And then we'll figure that stuff out. That's kind of like the last thing. And now I went through that process and I was hooked. <laughs> I just I learned so much about myself going through that, that I was talking about it. I was, you know, as everyone was just mm-hmm. Testimonial City from Megs. And basically what ended up happening was I was asked to be a coach. Oh, so wonderful. They the program. <laughs> and they asked me to come and be a coach for them and, and build that program out further and scale it. And anyway, long story short, about three to four years late after being hundreds of hours on the phone with people and getting lots of feedback back from the people that I'd work with personally, I found that most of the people got more out of the work in their personal life, Mm -hmm. in their relationships Mm -hmm. than they actually did for their business. Some of them didn't even go ahead and build a business because they realized that actually this is not what I want because that's what they Mm -hmm. thought they wanted. So then what happened is I pivoted and I was like, right, a couple of us got felt the same. We were way more passionate about what was happening there. And so we moved into the self-actualization space. So then we went from, okay, similar process, but let's actually help people do that with their life.
0: That's the the product. That that, becomes the product. That's Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And so then over the last four to five years, I've been working there and I cannot tell you like how much, like I said, I eat my own cooking. I've been around the people that we, we were building this together. We've been refining this process for years and that's where I've, that's where it started for me. So we were, we were each other's roommates, right? We were mm-hmm. each other's cheerleaders. We, were each, we, we held space for each other because we all are people. We all have the same value of the fact that if we're going to tell you to do it, we're going to do it. We have that integrity. And so that's a long-winded answer to that question. That's
0: that's the fine that's answer. Where no, yeah, for me. Right. And why we think yeah. it has to be a yes or a no, I wouldn't like, you know, I need to <laughs> in, inquiring minds wanna know. I wanna, you know, because it's what it's not easy. No, it's, it's not. not just an easy, oh yeah, no, I did and and now I am. No. And it's, it's not something that I set out to do,
1: as you can never see. Never is something that just correct. It came to me. And I grew into this space and mm-hmm. I feel like I've carved my own way into it. And now it just keeps on getting better and better and better and deeper and deeper. I love it. So
0: good. So freed <laughs> to be you. So mm-hmm. we have obviously a website. Obviously you have coaching now add podcasts to your list. Yeah. Exciting. How are you liking it? I love it. If you can't tell, I don't have a problem talking. So uh-huh. you're so shy. I know. Eventually, you'll come around. It, to- it comes with practice, my dear. You know what's funny, though? I was very shy. Uh-huh. There was once
1: upon a time where you barely get a word out of me. Now you can't shut me up. But um, uh-huh. but yeah, I am loving having a podcast because I could talk about this stuff all day long. I have been talking about it all day long today, as I told mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. and. The freed to be you. So as you said that, I'm like, I always feel like I need to give you a little bit of clarity around that because so many people have told me that freed to be you is grammatically incorrect. And guess what my answer is every time? I don't care.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, that was a nicer version of mine in my head.
1: (laughs) Yours wasn't as PG. (laughs) Sometimes mine's not as PG. Okay, Okay. okay. But like that, The D on there, because, yeah, you're free to be Mm -hmm. you. You're you're free to be whoever you want, really. But the D, it's because you're not really free until you've made that choice to step over the line and do the work. And so it's about being freed from the things that are no longer you. Mm -hmm. And it's just a little tweak, I suppose, but it's an important one. And it's one that if I didn't say that, you probably wouldn't even think anything of it
0: but yeah I'm very I, I, very got, it, yeah. about what that I got it yeah I got it when I heard good. you even say it on the podcast and I kept saying free or free oh read I get it chains have broken and this is what I'm yeah. gonna do and this is yeah. what I get to do and I choose oh, I love that
1: I have to pull you up one second you I get to do it I get to I get to oh, so so powerful that best words ever Mindset shift. And I had a mentor once that told me that, and this is in that same group. And he used to say that he's like, "Oh no, you don't. You don't have to be a mom. You get mm-hmm. to be a mom. you get to, yeah.
0: I get I to, to wake to up. You. I get to <laughs> exactly. I get to wake up early just to juiciness this on tape, absolutely, and share it. I yeah. get. To, I get to do this. Yeah. Like how lucky yeah. am I? So I, I got the freed, and when you hear yourself speak it. Yeah. My reaction was exactly that of I was and now I am. Yeah. That's what I got of it. So, Freed to Be You, it's a celebration. Totally. It's a celebration. I like that part. And then you, so you've got taken what you've learned. Now you've customized it because you realize that even though people think, entrepreneurship business digital space it's wonderful but it has to he- be here it has a pointing to the, to the heart it has to start with you so tell us about freed to be you and everything that you that's out there yeah well there's lots of things i'm a
1: big visionary i have a lot of ideas i have to pull myself back sometimes but, <laughs> but right now I work one-on-one with people. So Mm. I feel like this is, it's not an easy ride. Like it's Mm -hmm. not easy to choose to take yourself on. And so you need somebody that can hold that space for you to navigate Mm -hmm. that journey. So if I'm that person, then I'm all in. So it's a one-on-one process. It is not for everybody. Well, I mean, I think everybody could do it, but you have to be willing to do to put in because it's what you get out of it is what you put into it. And the first step in that really is just to connect with me and have a conversation and see if I'm your person, because there could be a lot of people that could help you to uncover you. And I can't serve everyone in the world as much as I'd love to, but the ones that resonate with me, that get me, that's what I offer. And if you want to have a little bit of fun, I do have a little quiz on my website, mm. which is called the Freed From BS Quiz. If you go check out my website, it's going to pop up and tempt you anyway. But what that does is help you to uncover the story that's
0: in the way of you stepping up and being you. So you're calling uh, bullshit right away. I like it because it yep. did come up as a pop-up in the website freed this was after I read about, oh, good. She loves margaritas. Oh, do I want to take the quiz? Not And I me, not yet. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk about my what's, what's, but not yet. Let me see what else there is. But when the time is right, the teacher appears, you know, that when that student is ready. And also what you said, very important is you're not for everyone as most coaches are, you know, everyone could like, you know, like a message or like the window cover. Ooh, Mm -hmm. what pretty, you know, what a pretty graphic and aren't those colors nice. And I kind of like that tagline, but then when it comes to, oh, this is the work. Oh, this is what I'm, then you know, okay, maybe not for me. It's like a good pair of shoes. Don't buy them just because they're on clearance and they're not your size, but you've loved them anyway. No, your foot literally has to slip in. They have to be the most comfortable things when they are the right fit. You know. And there's a little hidden message in
1: that too, because Hmm. not everyone is going to love you and that is okay. Yep.
0: (laughs) And that is okay. Because again, in your former people pleasing life, maybe it wouldn't have been oh it was definitely not okay back then <laughs> because then is something wrong with you that they didn't like you yeah um, yeah yeah it's so exciting knowing that when you find yourself in that really close to the edge of is that all there is not that you're uh, you know at the edge of a cliff or at over you know a bridge to jump but when your questions just become louder and louder your heightened awareness for searching for more, because that voice just is like, no, stop settling. You were definitely destined for, there's more for you. Keep looking. You get that little itch and you got to keep, keep a search on. So you do one-on-one. Is it For a set time or, you know, we start here or it's just, let's see where this goes. Let's, you know, this is a 90 day commitment. What happens?
1: Well, I would like to think that I would be made redundant at some point and then you get to go off and live your life. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) Uh-huh. So it's an an eight week program with a review call a couple of months down just to check in, make sure that Mm -hmm. things are still going well. the other thing I am going to be offering very soon, maybe before this comes out, Uh is a group program as well. So that'll be a little bit less intense, but Mm -hmm. equally impactful.
0: So my experience with group and one-on-one has not been online, but has been in person. And like I told you about that class we took for eight weeks and then turned into 14 years. (laughs) So I had never been in any type of group setting. I had never been in a, in a one-on-one anything. I was in my mid forties and I remember telling my girls, I'm like, I don't need, I have plenty of friends. I don't need new friends. And I, <laughs> what I find is, yeah, oh, I, I had some good ones. I, I can recite them all, but I wound up finding this wonderful group of dozen women of all different ages at a very interesting time in my life that my life wouldn't be the same without for sure. So later on I did some one-on-one in that setting but the group was magical because there is safety amongst I'll say strangers. When yeah. you create when the when the curator is creating the safe room that you can say it. No judgment here. You know, they're not going to talk about you at the bus stop because they don't even know you. So spill it. And that level of trust is unforeseen at the time. And it's just wonderful.
1: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. That would be uh, something that I think I think there's gonna be magic that I don't even see coming. i was gonna
0: i was I was just yeah. thinking the magic <laughs> thing on it because you get to watch it happen, you know you'll guide them you'll you'll give mm-hmm. them you know like okay, well, you know here are some here's some ideas, here's some direction, and then some will just take it off and you're gonna see it before your eyes it happening yeah, really absolutely. cool, oh, I can't wait, I can't that wait either, all right. <laughs> we can keep talking. I know you're at the tail end of your day and I'm just beginning. And the story is different continent. Could be any of us. Could be any of us. So what does that say? That says that, yes, you can have it all. Yes, you get to, you know, so think about choosing you. Yeah, absolutely. So in your journey, tell me something that you've discovered that has been a surprise something about you
1: I've thought of a phone call that I had with a coach that I was working with for a short amount of time Uh, it was an intense short amount of time Mm -hmm. working with this lady and we had a phone call and (laughs) we were talking about relationships we were talking about when things get hard and Mm -hmm. when you find yourself getting triggered. Mm-hmm. By what someone's doing or saying, and the reactions that we had, we mm-hmm. were discussing that. And she was, she was asking me questions, and I was kind of, you know, re- pushing back, and it was a bit of a to and fro. And in the end, she said to me, <laughs> "I was in tears, by the way, at this point uh-huh. because it was, uh-huh. it was a very, very intense conversation." And she turned around to me and she said, "Megs, just admit it, you're an asshole." <laughs> <laughs> she let's said, get, and guess let's what? Let's get it clear. Yeah. And guess okay. what? So am I. She's okay. like, we're all souls sometimes. Yeah. We've all got one in us. You've just got to own it. Yeah. And I remember bursting out laughing. I went from bawling my eyes out to laughing so hard because I couldn't believe that she'd said that to me. But the shift in emotion and that quick shift in emotion like that, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. felt like, you know, when they get the defibrillator and they like shock. Yep. Yep. They shot you back. that's <laughs> yeah. what it felt like it felt like that in my chest and I just remember after that going like yeah, admitting it going yeah I am I am an asshole we that all are so
0: funny. and it's yeah.
1: like what are you going to do about it and so the next kind of part of that journey was really about me owning the things that trigger me and making them a me problem and then working through how I was going to let those things go or how I was going to show up differently. And yeah, just, I was just like, I don't know that you said, did it anything
0: shock me? I remember being shocked. Uh, that literally, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that And That is so interesting. And yeah, you know, it is another truth that you just spilled there very nonchalantly is that remembering it is a me, it's a me problem. It's, it's not fun fun. what that yeah. person did to you. And as a matter of fact, last night, I'm older than you. I'm 62, you know, married 40 years. I came home from work and I put a piece of mail like on my desk and my husband's like, how come this was over there? And I lost my shit. I'm like, why are you touching my shit? It's on my day. And he's like, is everything okay? Well, leave, leave what I just put there. It's yeah. But then after that, I'm like, okay, so it's really not you. It's me. It's the day I had. If another person touches my shit, goddamn it! You know I am. That was work. That wasn't because he moved something or be like, hey, what is this? And the poor guy, he didn't know what what the hell hit him. But when we remember that, it's not them. They're definitely triggering something in us to get that reaction. And the one that gets your attention is the visceral one. Is the ah.
1: Uh, Why do
0: I want to punch that person in the throat? That's not right. You know, but still, I think I'd like to. But yeah, Yeah. unpacking that and
1: looking Mm -hmm. at where does that come from and understanding why you do it. Again, it comes back to that deep, deeper understanding of you when you know the origin of it and you know why you do it, you can own it so much easier without berating yourself.
0: Correct. And at the time, I certainly didn't think I did or said anything wrong, which is like horrible because he's like looking at me like, what is your problem? Like, wow, I just touched something. Yeah, my stuff. I'm like, again, it was an envelope. When you think about like what the arguments are about, like, was it really about the paper clip? Well, we're really arguing over, you know, the silliest, smallest, minute or what's it really about? Let's there's something deeper in there than him touching an envelope.
1: Yeah. Well, what was what I ended up uncovering with that was that this was me fighting to come out of the box, which is kind of where this this popped mm-hmm. up for me is so when you were talking about mm-hmm. that before. It's like you the pressure was there. so mm-hmm. it's all the things like pushing. At the lid, like trying to come out and yeah. none of it has anything to do with what's going Nothing. on at the time. Yeah. And so it's really important to to get under the hood and see where that pressure is coming from yeah. because you do end up making a mess of things and you do end up hurting the people that you love and you do end up having to mm-hmm. own your shit, like you said, and you end up being the asshole, which none of yeah. us want to be, but we all are sometimes. But we so all are. Like, yeah, best yeah. off just to own it so we can get on with it. And yeah, that was just, it was a really enlightening phone call.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And thank God for that. Because again, so many people, and I always tell my kids, listen, there's a lot of assholes and dickheads in the world. And maybe a lot of times they don't even realize it. Maybe they do, maybe Mm -hmm. whatever. But we get to have that little realization of like, wow, Stephanie, you really didn't have to act like that, but you still have your moment because that's a human part of it, regardless of how much work you put in, it's never quite complete. Yeah. always room.
1: Yeah. And it's like, I mean, you can read my shirt
0: here. (laughs) I know. But like,
1: (laughs) you've probably heard this before. It's like hurt people hurt people. So if you don't do anything about that hurt, then you're going to find yourself
0: there again and again. And it's work to heal the wound it takes work however when that skin does heal it can look brand new it can be better than ever yeah it
1: sure can a hundred percent can guarantee it's going to be better on some level
0: than it was before mm. like 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 okay uh we're gonna let you end your day it's been delightful, Megs. Okay. Where are we finding you? Give me some social uh handles and all the things that we where they're gonna find you if they do want to check you out. Take the quiz one on one go. I'm gonna make it so easy. For I know you, <laughs> you
1: are <laughs> I own free at free to be you everywhere okay so. Because no one wanted it, right? Because it's not right. It's it's, right. It, c- because it's a loss. Correct. Hello. <laughs> so you'll find me at Free To Be You pretty much. If you go to a site and I'm not there, it's because I don't like it and I'm not there. But any most of them, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest,
0: you'll find me there. And, yeah, it's the Free To Be You podcast. And it's free to check it out and the website and take the quiz and listen to get to listen to Meg every week. And she talks to uh, a a bunch of others. I was listening to the co-parenting episode, the latest one. That was very good. It doesn't have to be hard. And yet he's one of a very small percentage of people that come out on the successful side of co-parenting. If you find yourself in that situation, I highly suggest free to be you, the episode on co-parenting. It was, it was really relevant. And just a reminder of it's not about you guys. It's not about you, but it is about you, but it's not about you, right? (laughs) Correct. Delightful, phenomenal. Doesn't even really fill my cup yet. It's been, it's been really, really good. And I'm so, so honored that we got to have this talk today.
1: Yes, me too. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to uh, being able to share it with my
0: audience. And if anyone resonates or wants to chat to me more, they know where to find me. We know where to find Megs. Okay, so website, I want to hear the comments, joyfoundhere.com. Five-star review. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Review bonus cherry on top. or actually trying to get up to 100 written reviews. So it's a number. It's a number, but we could achieve it. I know. And let me know at what point what she said made you sit back in your chair. There were a couple of them for me. And I'm just curious as to which one did it for you. But until next week, remember, it's your life and you get to do it.